Money is not the only commodity that is fun to give. We can give time. We can give our expertise. We can give our love or simply give a smile. What does that cost? The point is, none of us can ever run out of something worthwhile to give. That's a quote from Stephen Goodyear. And the reason I bring that quote up is because today's guest on the Harvard Business Beat is Megan Lawley from Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna. And the things that they do are simply amazing. And not just what they do as a nonprofit, but also what they do with the chamber. So sit back, relax, and uh, well, let's just go ahead and hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Harford Business Beat, featuring members of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Harford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HarfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. Welcome, everybody, to Harford Business Beat. So today we have a young lady on from Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna, and she's going to talk about, well, what they actually do and how long they've been in the chamber and so forth. So first of all, welcome, Megan. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Rich. I'm, I'm great. Thanks for having me. And just to let you, you know, everybody knows this is all audio. It's not video, but I wanted to let Megan know your hair looks fine. Thanks. <laughs> so, so, so Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna, uh, because there's Habitat for Humanity is what? Just is that just in the country or is that worldwide? It's international. It is international. Okay. Yeah. So Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna, and how long have you actually been with them? I've been on staff for eight years, and then on the board for board of directors before that. So I've been involved with the organization for about sixteen years total. All right. So. All right, so eight years on the board and then eight years working with them. So when you were on, if you don't mind me asking, when you were on the board the first eight years, where were you working at at the time? I actually was working with my father-in-law's um, marketing and design company. Okay. So I actually got involved through, it's a, it's a cool story. Um, he used to help Habitat with some of their marketing needs. And then he also sat on their um, golf committee. Um, to plan their golf tournament. So one year he was really busy and said, hey, Megan, I can't sit in on this. Can you fill my spot? Right. So I said, sure. So I became um, involved with the golf tournament way, which I've never played golf, but still I just kind of picked up on everything. And I was kind of hooked from that moment on. So I was part of that committee. Then I was part of their gala committee. Then I became a board of director. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then a staff position was coming available. And the executive director, Karen Blanford, Blanford um, you know, said, I think you need to go for this position. And I did. And, and the rest is history. Well, I thought you were going to tell me you were an executive director for a minute there. Nope. All right. What's your position there now? Director of development. So I handle all the fundraising efforts. Oh, wow. So you're constantly busy because you guys have a lot of fundraisers, don't you? We do. Um, so we have three event fundraisers a year, which is our golf tournament, right? Um, which is usually in October, end of October. 
um, our gala, which is in March. And then we just had, at the end of September, our Crab and Go feast. Um, because of the pandemic, we had um, Richard Seafood, mm-hmm. which you guys probably know, um, and then Woody's up in Cecil. What they did for us is created these meal packages. And since we weren't going to do something face-to-face, it was buy a meal package, come grab your meals, go home and eat with your family, but still support Habitat. So that was a great event. It was very successful, um, but it was a way for us to still be involved in some kind of event in the community, but um, with that, with you know the restrictions having a, right. a more creative idea around it. So that's actually a great idea. I've seen some other uh, organizations do that, where you know whether it be a chicken dinner or like you said the crabs, sell them in advance, have the people come pick them up. There's you don't have everybody sitting in a room, right. so it's definitely. Uh, it's COVID friendly and oxymoron, or is that? I mean, it's COVID safe, I guess you could say. Right. COVID safe. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, and actually, you said that did very well. It did. It did really well, which is kind of which is nice about these events is you don't have all the expenses behind it. Right. So, as most people know, when you're doing like a gala, you have a ton of expenses um, that take off from your top line. So, this was mostly straight profit. Um, we had to cover the cost of the meals, but Richards and Woody's are very generous mm-hmm. and um, really discounting and, and giving us a great price so that we can make some money. So Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So explain to everybody, what exactly is Habitat for Him? What do you guys do? We provide, um, well, I'll say our mission statement if that's okay. That's <laughs> so we build strength, stability, and self-reliance through affordable housing in Harford and Cecil counties. And when I say that, um, we don't, a lot of people have a misconception that we build homes and then just give it away to people. Mm -hmm. And that is very, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, Our families are hardworking, low-income families who don't qualify for a conventional mortgage. If they're going to go to purchase their own home, they're paying, you know, they're paying $1,200, $1,300 in rent for a tiny little bedroom that has unsafe conditions right. might might have mold might be in an unsafe neighborhood but they're they're you know working um maybe sometimes two jobs just to make the rent and and they're they're such hard-working families but they never have that opportunity to become a homeowner so if you apply to habitat it's a very rigorous process it's not just like oh let me just fill out a, a form and and there's so many qualifications you have oh, to i'm meet. sure yeah you have to show that you're going to be able to afford this mortgage when you have it. Um, so you also have to put in, once you're approved and you go through the application process, you actually have to put in um, what we call sweat equity, which is 250 hours um, per adult that's living in the household of volunteer hours. Oh, wow. So you have to come out with the, the hammer and nails and you have to either work on your own home to help build that home or a neighbor's home. Um, so it's not, again, it's, it, you have to work so hard just to be able to pay a mortgage. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's something I want to make sure that everyone knows. It's not a giveaway. We always say it's a hand up, not a handout. It's an opportunity for a family to change their lives forever, um, through the program. So those people that actually are doing that, you know, taking the hammer and the nail and how many of them actually stick around afterwards after they got their 250 hours in to still help out with others? Oh, so oh, that happens all the time. We see families come out for events mm-hmm. um, on the site to help out. Um, a lot of families come in and they have so many more hours than the 250 that they were required. Right. Because they want to keep going and they want to keep helping. So our families remain really loyal and, and giving and generous to the organization long after they've 
you purchase their home. That's yeah. I figured as much because it's just something about when you're doing that the how good it feels, and then when you're helping right. somebody else out even more, it just to me it feels better. Right. You know? So all right. So you're helping them, and what about as far as because let's face it, it's not cheap to buy a house. So you're helping them get into a house. What about as far as like furnishing the house and all that? Is that still up to them, or do you guys work with like other nonprofits, or do you have something that you um, work with for that? No, it's up to the family to furnish their home. Okay. Um, sometimes we get donations. Oh, we have a table we can donate from a, a you know a furniture company. The thing is with that is we have to be sensitive because we don't want to give one family a bunch of things right. and then you know not another family. Now sometimes there are individuals or or families that you know. They might be the family mentor um, or someone that's been working on their house, the family's house for a long time volunteering. So they might want to, you know, gift them things. Um, but I don't know if you guys know, but we have a restore in Aberdeen, which is a great place for our families to shop for their furniture. And then everything, all profits go right back into the mission of Habitat. And correct me if I'm wrong, but anybody can shop at Restore, correct? Yep, anybody. It's open to the public. Okay. Um, so you can shop and you can donate. Um, so if you have things in your home that uh, you want to get rid of, uh, you can either schedule a pickup that we come and grab the stuff from you, or you can drop off um, during regular business hours. We have a drive-through donation drop-off center. Stuff's got to be in good condition, I would hope, though. I mean, there you don't want anything that you have to repair, right? I mean, you would be surprised what sometimes comes in and what also sells, just because you have a lot of DIY very creative people that can look at something. I That's not me. <laughs> but um, someone that can look at something really kind of like we would think, oh, my gosh, throw it in the trash. But they see something totally different and make it amazing. That's, like we have some really cool before and after pictures that we display around. And it's just really interesting. That's actually very good because there are a lot of places that will, you know, where you can donate furniture and other goods. But if they're not in good shape, they won't take them or right. they'll throw them in the dumpster. Right. Yeah, which which is pretty sad. You think about all that stuff could be refurnished or whatever. Right. Yeah. And we have an awesome volunteer because you can volunteer at the restore as well, not just on our uh, build site, but okay. um, who gathers a lot of the materials that we are throwing out to recycle them. So if, if it's a certain kind of metal, he takes it. And he actually gets money for it. He knows where to go, and then he donates it right to Habitat, obviously. So Now, is there anything that you guys won't take? In other words, like the old... TVs or something like that. There is. We have a list on our website. Okay. Um, we don't take clothes, so we're not like Goodwill where right. we do any kind of clothing. Um, and we don't take like used mattresses or anything like that. So there are some restrictions of, of what we take, but it, it's pretty clear on our website. So if anyone's interested, they can check it out and just see, oh, okay, you know, it's a lot of furniture, a lot of household items, right. um, construction materials. We have some contractors and some um, corporations that donate you know, um, just uh, fan, uh, you know, ceiling fans or, or lighting fixtures, that kind of stuff, even like hammers, nails, tools, um, anything like that, doors. So construction materials was something we're always looking for. Yeah, as well. that's one of the things I was surprised when I went to the website because I think I saw doors and I think even windows and stuff. I'm like, yeah. ooh, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, speaking of which, because I don't want to wait till the end, tell everybody what the website is. Habitat Susk, so S-U-S-Q, as in question, dot org. So if you go there, then um, there's also a link to the Restore 
Um, so you can just click on the Aberdeen Restore, and that will take you to their website directly. Okay, and on the website, it also tells people two important things, right? One, number, how they can volunteer, correct? Yep. yep. And number two, how they can donate, correct? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Because donations are very important. Even though you do the fundraisers, you still need the donations. And, and right. I'm sure you guys get grants as well, but let's face it, not everybody, sometimes those grants run out or they disappear. So the yep, donations definitely help. And they do. And the, the three events that we have kind of help with what we call our unrestricted fund, um, which is, you know, to pay the bills, to pay the, to, to the things mm-hmm. that aren't so glamorous to sponsor necessarily, but that are very necessary. Right. Um, so we, those kind of help with that. But then we're fundraising every day of the year um, to support the build program, um, to, you know, get the money needed for each home that right. we're building, raised. So that's very important, um, supporting the build program. And something that a lot of people don't know, we have a repair program as well, um, which needs support. A repair program? Yep. So we're um, a repairs are critical um, repairs that, okay, so you're a homeowner. So you're a homeowner. Uh-huh. Your roof is leaking. You've been in your home for 20 years. It's a lot of, um, we work with a lot of elderly um, who've been in their home for a long time and they're on a very limited fixed income, but they can't repair their roof. Um, so they apply just like our homeowners and it's not a giveaway. They put a little bit based on what they can afford, which right. sometimes is not much. They'll put into it. Um, but yeah, so they apply to the program and then if they're approved, we will come and complete those repairs for them so that they can stay in their home. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, that's very huge because let's face it as a homeowner, once you, you know, once you sign the papers and you become a homeowner, it never fails. It seems like that's when everything starts popping up. That something's wrong. Look, Kate's nodding her head. It's like, right. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, it seems like you're seeing that a lot with a lot of the newer houses. Right. And not the older ones, but oof, wow. And I don't think people though. realize, too, that sometimes this program can really prevent homelessness. I um, I met a couple that was living in a mobile home, and they were both had a lot of medical needs. Um, they were older. They didn't have any family or support system around them. And their roof was leaking, and it was actually causing the floor to give in. Oh. And the woman was in a hospital bed, and, and it was a matter of time before she was just going to just go through the floor. Oh. Um, and when I met them and talked to them, you know, they said if we didn't fix, if this wasn't repair that was fixed, you know, we helped them that they would have been on the streets. They wouldn't have not known where to go. Wow. So that's why I'm like, I know a lot of people don't know about the repair program, but it's so important. And it, it, it really does. It makes such a difference in these families' lives. God, in 16 years there, I bet you got a lot of stories you could tell. <laughs> yeah. Man. And, and it's the families for the repair program and for the home ownership program are just the most amazing people that you can meet. They're so hardworking. Yeah. They just want to help and they want to give everything they can to, 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 you know, be thankful for the opportunity again, just to have a mortgage or to have a repair for their home, to right. stay in their home. Wow. Man, I never thought about that part. God, you know, now you're hitting at my heart. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> Okay, I got to take a minute here now. <laughs> That's just, wow. I can't even imagine. Can't imagine. Yeah. Um, all right, so with the chamber, how you've been there 16 years, or, all right, eight years, 16 years total. But So I take it you've been involved with the chamber yourself, as well as Habitat for Humanity, right? I have, yep. 
even before um, Habitat, I've always uh, been part of the network groups, um, the company that my father-in-law had that I was part of. We were part of the chamber. So, yeah, it's been ever since we've been around in Hartford County, we've been doing things and and utilizing the resources of the chamber. It's been awesome. So how long you've actually been, you yourself, how long have you actually been a member of the chamber then? Um, it probably has been at least, I would think, 16 years, wow. something like that. Yeah. Huh. And you're not on the board yet? You're you you're not taking Lee's place? What's up with that? I'm joking, Lee. So, <laughs> so with the chamber, um I, I guess let me ask you this, what's some of the biggest things that Habitat has gotten out of the chamber? I think just the chamber members are so supportive. Um, so a lot of times you come across you know, Hartford County in general, I feel like is a very loyal and supportive kind of community, yes. but you're talking to someone and you're talking about, oh, how can we work together? And then you find out they're also a chamber member. Most people are, if you're doing business around here, right. um, they are. Um, so then it's just another thing that it's like, oh, okay, we really have to support each other and, and do what we can. Um, we've hosted a few of the um, happy hours, the chamber sponsored happy hours. So we've had um, the chamber and Habitat kind of work together. They, uh, people from the chamber came into our office. This was years ago, right. obviously before all the COVID stuff, but, um, they came into our office and we had, you know, some food and drinks and we all kind of just mix and mingled. And, um, it was nice to have everyone come to our office. It's yeah. not as glamorous as our, as our, you know, sites where we're building our homes or the restore. Um, it's just, you know, the desks and the office space, but it was nice to have everyone come over and, and visit. So we've done that a few times, which has been really neat. Actually, where is your office located? It's right in Bel Air. Um, it's the old high, colored high school. Oh. Okay. Um, it's right next to PNC and KFC. Okay. So it's a historical building. Oh, wow. um, and the county has, uh, we've been there for a long time. <laughs> Forever, right? It seems yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with the chamber, um, because it's obvious you guys do a lot, you know, with the chamber, somebody that is... You know, I'm going to I'm going to reverse this question. I'm going to do it a different way. Somebody that was in the chamber before and has left because they said they didn't get anything out of it. What would you say to them? I mean, to tell them why it's important to come back in. If they didn't get something out of it, that means they're not doing what they need to do on their end to make it successful. So there is a gazillion resources. There's so many different events to be part of. Um, you just have to put yourself out there and mm -hmm. be involved. If you're not going to be involved, you're not going to get anything out of it. You can't just expect, you know, just to sit there and things to come your way. You have to, you know, be part of it and right. participate and also help your other chamber members. Very good. God, man, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and for somebody that wants to join the chamber new that has never been involved well even if they've been involved with chambers before but not ours not harford county chamber of commerce what would you tell them why is it so important that they join the harford county chamber of commerce can't use the same answer <laughs> um well i feel like if you are doing business in harford county you are not doing it justice if you're not going to be participating in part of the harford county chamber um, everyone is so friendly and welcoming. I know, especially for someone that's new, they get a little intimidated. Oh no, you know, I'm going to go to this networking event and I'm not going to know anyone. Right. And I don't want to, you know, I'm so, but it, you'll be there for five minutes and you'll make a friend. You'll make someone that you sit next to and that you realize you have a lot in common with. 
and that they understand um, why you're there and why you are promoting your business and want to offer support. And by the time you leave, you'll probably have, you know, 10 business cards and 10 connections that, again, you need to utilize. You need to follow up. You need to make one-on-ones. You need to really um, work the networking, yeah. uh, so to speak. But um, yeah, so I think the Harford County Chamber especially is just a very warm and friendly place. And as soon as you go a few times, you're going to be just running into people all over the place. Um, so it, it's just a very quaint and comfortable and, and warm and friendly kind of place. All right. And then the last question for you, because you're in the nonprofit world and there's two types of, I guess you could say, well, two categories that I see that not so many of them are in the chamber. Number one is restaurants. Cause there's a ton of restaurants in Hartford County. And I know there are a ton that aren't members that should be. But the same with nonprofits. I think there's what in Hartford County over 700 nonprofits. But if you look at the chamber directory, there's not a lot of nonprofits on there. Habitat has been with the chamber for, like you said, what, 16 years, for a long time. At least, yep. So mm-hmm. tell other nonprofits why it is so important to join the chamber. Um, so you'll, what you'll find as a nonprofit um, being part of the chamber, you're going to get people, businesses and individuals that want to support um, by becoming maybe an event sponsor, mm-hmm. an individual donor. They just feel like the mission um, connects, you know, pulls that heartstring and they want to donate individually. They're going to come to your events. Um, I know as nonprofits, we try to support each other. Right. So we like to go to their events and, and vice versa. I think the problem might be a lot of nonprofits are, are short-staffed. You know, you're wearing 20 different hats. So a lot of people think, oh, I just don't have time for that. But what you'll realize, I mean, just even going to one event a month or two events a month, I mean, that is going to be worth it in itself yeah. because you are going to start to develop that camaraderie with your community and with uh, the business community, and it will be worth it. So yeah. I know, and that's how I often I think, oh, there's so much going on. I have to do, I mean, all of us are busy, but I think nonprofits especially, they're just a little bit sometimes overworked, um, don't have enough of the staff. Right. And I think, though, that it's so worth it just to, to take a little bit of time and focus on on the chamber and networking and just putting yourself out there so people know that you're there and and what your mission is and why it's important well and the other thing is too and especially for nonprofits just starting out and you think about it before you were with habitat you were a board member but working somewhere else still on the chamber so a lot of these businesses that are members of the chamber may end up being on your board on your nonprofit exactly. board. And I think a lot of the nonprofits got to look at that instead of, you know, trying to call individuals and say, hey, look, I'm starting a nonprofit. Would you like to be on my board? Join the chamber. Come present yourself. Present your nonprofit. Tell everybody why it's so important. And I think all of a sudden you're going to see other members of the chamber say, hey, that's a great opportunity. I would love to be a member of that. A board that member. is such a good point, Rich. Yep. I think a lot of chamber members um, that are, you know, not involved in nonprofits want to be involved in some way and would like to be a board member or even if they can't be a board member, you know, there's tons of committees that um, you could exactly. sit on within a nonprofit or again, just oh, I'm going to pass your flyer around for this event in my office. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's so important. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people are missing the boat there. And not only that, it makes them feel good when they get involved. Exactly. So. Yep. Well, Megan, do you have anything you'd like to add? 
just that I appreciate you and Kate um, inviting me today. And I love talking about Habitat. I get really jazzed up. Um, there's a reason I've been there for so long. It's because it's a very, it's a program that really works. Um, and I'm just really grateful to you know, be part of Habitat and the Chamber and Hartford County. And I want to personally thank you for, well, thank Habitat for everything that they've done because their their work is just amazing. All the people they've helped out. And I, I just want to so tell everybody back there, the board members, the staff, that I said thank you because it's very important. And believe me, it's everything they, they do, it's very appreciated. Appreciate it. Something I'm sure a lot of people don't hear enough. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Megan again for coming on the podcast and telling everybody about Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna. And I encourage everybody, volunteer, donate, make a difference. Whether it be with Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna or another local nonprofit, if we all give back, everybody wins. Now, also, if you're a member of the chamber and you haven't been on the podcast yet, contact Kate. Email her at kate at harfordchamber.org and let's get you on the podcast. Let's, uh, you know, get your business out there. And if you're not a member of the chamber yet, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and join. Go to harfordchamber.org or talk to a member and they'll tell you how great the chamber is and the difference that it makes. Until next time, my name is Rich Benno of Harford County Living. Stay safe, stay busy, and don't forget to give back.